0: Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. 20FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's uh, time now for Why It Matters. We're going to talk about the issue of our aging population here in Singapore. You know, demographic changes means that fewer elderly will be able to rely on family care in their golden years. I'm sure we've heard a lot of, seen a lot of news reports on this. Well, about a dozen government-built nursing homes are in the pipeline. Such facilities are generally handed over to voluntary Welfare organizations, VWOs, or private operators. Now, you might ask if perhaps there's a larger role for the government in providing residential aged care, not simply, you know, in the context of existing nursing home model, but perhaps uh, maybe alternative areas too. Well, the news of Singapore's first assisted living public housing development, for instance, does suggest that this is a possible area for development. Now, as the demographic landscape changes, how should the aged care? landscape itself evolve nursing homes they are often seen as a last resort does it have to be that way let's find out more from joshua go who's the founder and ceo of red crowns senior living joshua good morning how are you Hi, good morning. Yep. Thank you for having me. Joshua, this is a very timely topic as well. Let's talk a little bit about Red Crown's Senior Living. You guys are a social enterprise and you want to provide a unique solution in addressing the challenge of the ageing population by going digital. Explain more. Okay, so we actually are going to organise
1: co-living for elderly to the age in place together. So through our platform, we are able to match elderlies and property owners and caregivers to form co-living units at HDB flats or condominiums. So these are like a small household of three to four elderly with two live-in caregivers. And with this kind of setup, the elderly can have companions, they can get their assistance from the caregivers, and the caregivers are also able to provide for their day-to-day meals as well as household chores and so on.
0: Mm. How do we get to that situation though? Because I know a lot of elderly, and I'm sure you too as well, who mm. tend to prefer to live alone. I mean, the government does provide, I mean, they've built like these one room, one hall type of HDB flats. They've got these bars that you can, you know, easily maneuver. The toilet is big enough for a wheelchair and they prefer to be on their own. What would you say to that?
1: I think there are a spectrum of elderly who have different needs. I'm sure there are those who prefer to stay alone. However, those who come and be a members of the Red Crown Senior Living Community, they are those who perhaps need more assistance. Perhaps some of them have maybe not many friends. Uh, they wish to have some companions. The children, uh, the family members may not be around most of the time. So. Does the cater for different group of elderly?
0: Mm, I sense a calmness in your voice and an experience there, Joshua. Uh, I want to find out a little bit more about you. I understand you used to be in the hospitality industry. Tell me more.
1: Uh, yes, that's right. Before that, I was an architect. Oh, wow. And then I, yeah, I branched off into a hospitality department and management. And I was running a co living hotel before that. So it was for millennials.
0: Oh, okay, and this is brilliant because architecture to hospitality to now uh, aged care, there is a relationship between all of this. Uh, tell me about the similarities. Oh, I guess the all need spaces. for accommodation is also to serve the guests. It's just
1: a different profile of guests. Now, mm. now is for uh, elderly. Mm-hmm. It all started because of my my father. Okay, stayed in fall in twenty twenty. fell down a couple of times and that's why i was looking for residential care services in singapore and i wasn't able to find something that is ideal so i thought maybe there's a place to set up co-living for elderly in singapore so we are at the moment the first one around we expect to see
0: more homes been set up i think it's a good idea and very timely as well in a way also we're thinking of for ourselves right when we eventually hit that age what are your thoughts on you know this whole idea of nursing home? I I don't know when when I was younger I would hear some of my older relatives complain or you know they were after an argument you're not happy with me send me to a nursing home. It, it seems so <laughs> last resort. You know, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, is this stigma still around? Well,
1: I think yes to a certain extent it is. Most elderly prefer not to go to an institution place because it's same as a place where they potentially have no freedom. It's a very institutional setting. They may have to wear uniform. They can't mm. leave the compound. So I guess there's a reason why there's a stigma. And in a lot of countries, nursing homes are Indeed, the final place, uh, but they usually for a couple of months or within a year. But in the Singapore context, some of the residents at nursing homes can potentially stay on for many years, even a decade or so. Yeah,
0: Yeah. and sadly, some even like pass away there, semi-abandoned in that sense. I want to talk about my experience with elderly care overseas. So I visited a friend and she brought me to visit her mother. I know her mother quite well. In Australia, it's beautiful sort of like a chalet resort, you know. All the elderly are there, you have your caregivers going and they live in these little mini houses. It's like one room and a small patio and a toilet there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is really an ideal situation if we had more land space here in Singapore.
1: Yeah, exactly. So as you know, Singapore are very dense, not much land, so it's always a challenge for the government to provide solutions that require on land. Mm-hmm. Which is why I thought maybe if I can utilize latent resources like right. because a lot of the elderly may have they may be living alone, they have an extra room or two,
0: okay. these
1: are all resources that we can consolidate and help to solve part of the issues in a
0: society. Right So the question of privacy, that is answered in the sense that they at least have their own rooms. Yes, some of them go for one bedder, so their own okay. room, or there are also options where they share a room with a roommate. There's a two bedder option. Right, right. But the main thing is that caregivers are available on hand, and, and those are so crucial. So, you guys recently soft launched Red Crown Senior Living, the first co living concept for seniors in Singapore. How does it work? I mean, if let's say I've got, you know, elderly parents, I'm thinking about this because maybe I travel a lot. What do I have to do?
1: You can go onto a website, you can discover or explore a few options from independent living, assisted living, or for elderly with dementia, we can consider the memory care living. Arrangement.
0: Okay, okay. What kind of fees are we looking at? Is, is it affordable?
1: <laughs> it's relative, but so independent living for a 2 beta at the HDB start from two thousand two hundred. Okay, it includes the accommodations, the caregiving, and the meals and utilities and so on.
0: Okay, I guess it depends on your perspective. It's it's not too bad considering you've got a caregiver, you've got meals provided as well. How's the response been so far?
1: We have traded for almost a year and we have 25 homes at the moment. We are still growing a couple of homes a month and we have served 130 residents. So I would say is the demand is there. Mm,
0: mm. Yeah. All right, Joshua, I want to dive into a bit of a buzzword, <laughs> a post-COVID right. buzzword. The future of Red Crowns, I understand that you guys are working on a digital platform. Tell me more about it. Uh, yes, this
1: is called Retired Genie, where we actually, instead of just red crowns, finding homes, and providing co living units for the elderly, anyone or elderly with their house that's available with rooms, they were looking for housemates, can be matched with someone who is looking for accommodation. And together with the caregivers, so these three parties can self-organize among themselves to create co-living units all over Singapore. Okay. So through the use of this platform. Think yeah. of it like uh, care Airbnb.
0: Right, right. So what is the business model here for you? I mean, how will you make money from this? So as a platform, perhaps we haven't really finalized on the monetizing model. Sure, but sure. probably it will be through uh, a commission, through a successful matching Okay. a listing fees. Yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, that works. Definitely will help solve like waitlist issues as well. Joshua, I got a final question for you. I mean, hearing your plans, I mean, what is the ultimate aim for Red Crowns? What is the ultimate dream? How are you going to achieve it? Interesting
1: questions. So I think the dream has constantly expanded. I didn't thought of uh, serving many others' residents when I was just looking for a solution for my father. Mm. But today, I think we are actually planning to go to Hong Kong maybe okay. end of the year, to bring the solution there. So as the name red crown suggests, we actually come from the red crown crane, the mm-hmm. bird that symbolizes longevity and it's a migratory bird. So elderly should be healthy, live long and they, they travel. So with overseas homes, we are thinking possibly we can have home swapping for elderly in
0: future as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Wish you the best of luck. We've been speaking with Joshua Goh, founder and CEO of Red Crowns Senior Living. Joshua, thanks for your time. Take care and stay safe, yeah? Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.